Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Somebody Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. She was hired to fix DC's 911 problems. It was the worst I'd ever seen. But instead says she was fired for exposing the failures. The blame belongs in leadership. Now the I-team digs into what fueled the mayor's decision. Tonight on 7 News at 5. as obnoxious as I want. I like mine with lettuce and tomato, has 57 and French fried potatoes. Because you're pickle and a cold jeff beer, well, good God almighty, which way do I steer to my cheeseburger paradise? Paradise! 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 There's something about my birthday being in the dab center Ma- snack dab, snack dab. Are we doing snack dabs? dabs? Yeah. Are we Pronounce- doing dabs? Pronounce- right Pronounce- snack dabs. Yeah, sure. I just did one. Uh oh, I'm a kid. <laughs> I'm a child. I know what a dab is. We're coming Dude. coming to dabs about four years late on this pop culture <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Dude, also, can someone fucking explain to me what Leo season means? Okay, because I just learned what Hot Girl Summer is, and I can't keep up. She's just talking about the Aquarius and the stars and the horoscopes, right? Oh, I'm all kinds of Leo, bitch. I'm looking at number one Leo, and it is great. Well, I'm I'm the goat, all right? I'm slowly moving up the hill at all times. That's what the goat does, Capricorn, okay? What is the Leo season I keep hearing about, and why does it affect everyone or whatever, okay? Because, like, I'm in retrograde or I whatever. I see. What, but what, are the, what are the stars actually? Because everyone's like, oh, my God, you're, that's Leo. such a Scorpio thing to say, and I don't know what but any I've of them But I've never heard oh. any of the other astrology signs referred to as that season, but everyone keeps screaming about Leo season. Really? There's always what the screams of Leo season. It's great. My <laughs> name is Jackie Zabrowski. Welcome to page seven. And I am number one Leo. But wait, what, what signs do you guys? My name is Molly Nethlin. I'm an Aquarius. And my name Aquarius. is Holden McNeely, and I am a Capricorn, the goat. Hoping oh. slowly up the hill. <laughs> is that what, a go- is that what Capricorn means? I don't know anything yes. about Capricorns. Capricorns are very, like, one step at a time. We're going to get to the top of this mountain, but we're going to be very calculated about it. I do – I'm not really big on astrology, but I do actually – of course, like everyone else, like, you find stuff in every in your sign that you're like, that's totally me. But definitely I'm a super-duper Capricorn. Like, I like – uh, I know I need to get it. I'm trying to get a new TV soon. I'm like just starting the process <laughs> of getting, of acquiring of getting a television. television. Yeah. It took us like my family, because my dad's also Capricorn. It took like years before we would get like th- a new PC or something. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And and even with this stuff, I'm I, every day, like the way I take down my week, my day, it's like one step at a time. Uh-huh. We're going to get there. Not all at once. Uh-huh. Right. 
But what the fuck does Leo season mean, <laughs> dog? Well, Leos are, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, you know, this is already a basic bitch-ass conversation, so right. I feel like this is fine. I Probably. am someone that likes the ideas of astrology. And you know what? It's not a guilty pleasure anymore <laughs> because we've talked about this. No more guilty pleasures. It is a pleasure of mine to read about astrology when it comes to when it pertains to me it's a very selfish thing that i do sure and leos are i'm gonna go ahead and say one mean. of the more obnoxious <laughs> mean yes uh very loud um no uh, we're not mean we're stubborn and we're loyal <laughs> Stubborn mind games too. Play a lot of mind games. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, there's no mind games when it comes to a Leo because a Leo wears their heart on their sleeve. I cannot pretend of like uh, that I feel any other way. You know how I feel yeah, from the second true. I enter any room. No yes. mind games from Jackie Zabrowski. No yeah, mind games. I'm that's very true. straightforward, and that's also a part of the Leo's problem is sometimes they're a little too straightforward, which, fair. Mm-hmm. I get it. You either love me or you hate me. Man, see, this is exactly what my intro would be if I could just get on the reality show Bad Girls Club. Right. Was, that would be you either love me or you hate me. When I walk through that door, you get to pick, and you get one second to decide. And if you're not into me, I'm not into you. Okay. That's how right. my Bad Girls Club intro is going to be. This is a super cut. We can make the super cut, and that should just be like, we could each have one. That's like the song for page seven now, just like a little intro <laughs> into like what various like ast- astrology bitches we are. My name's Holden, and I'm a Capricorn. I have a secret drawer. I'm I won't slow tell and you what steady. <laughs> I'm, I'm slow and steady slow and win and the root. Ra- win the race. But also I have a secret drawer. <laughs> no Uh-oh, one knows. Oh, and you hoove your way to every success. <laughs> what about you, Molly? What's what did I say? An Aquarius. Yeah. Aquarius sign, right? I don't know that much about it, and I think that Aquariuses are like the artsy, like emotional ones, which is definitely true. Sure. But I also feel like, yeah, I feel like that's what Aquarius's reputations are. Um, but I always hesitate to like identify too much with the like I'm an artsy type because I am, but I also need like some order and structure, you know, and and I can't like float away the yeah, way that like real I'm, artists can. I'm gonna go ahead and say like when I think of you, I don't think like super emotional. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you seem to always have it pretty like to get. Like if I had to like um put like write a contract out for a parking lot or something i would call you you know what i mean because i think that you would be like all right first thing you'd be fair and you'd think through the emotions of other people as well besides just the rationality of it you're very empathetic empathetic i I do feel like racked with emotional like like disturbed by emotional uh emotions rule me <laughs> like, like I don't think that you yeah exactly like I don't think that you, you act out in an emotional way uh-huh. but I do think you like a sponge yeah. absorb yes. all of the emotions yes. of the world and say if there's someone sort of at the top of that's everything true. that's making everyone upset like in some sort of governmental way <laughs> you feel all yeah. of those things yeah that's true and it's it's, it's very observ- well observed if you hold it and it's a <laughs> horrible way to live I definitely no, would not, it's not recommend I think it's good it makes you feel empathy and I think that that is good as long as you're not overcome with it. But I've yes. seen some very upset, like one in the morning tweets. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh it yeah. Makes me go like, man, Molly's feeling it tonight. <laughs> Hell but, yeah, she is. <laughs> but like, don't call me like with a contract, don't. Because like when I, you know, like my husband's a lawyer, and I look at like, like the amount of like 
ration and reason. I've always felt very in between. Like we, where I work, we do these this thing where it's like, are you the creative type, the emotional type, the uh, organized type, or the you know like whatever type, uh, you know? And I always feel like I'm floating in between all of them, and I'm so, always jealous of the artists that are like, oh me, I just, right. I just fly by the seat of my pants narcissist like yeah or type a people <laughs> i'm also jealous of them who are organized and have their lives together right. i don't have that either also so leo season by the way gonna go ahead and throw it out there leo season you just put you leave it all on the dance floor you you just let it all out you, you it's when, a when, i feel like it goes hand in hand with hot girl summer i think that it makes a lot of sense to end it in leo season you it know? sounds like a very summery sign you let it people really is. well we're a fire sign baby <laughs> you be who you are you let those emotions be you you put it all out and and you let people know how the fuck you feel it's almost like a pre april reels mid-season kind of uh, sp- surprise reels. Also, I will say, oh, sur- I don't know if I need another April reels in my oh, life. Thank you very much. Once but, the year is enough. Although I will say, Molly, you are just, on, you are thick with child now. You are now, though, exiting, you're going to be exiting Leo season. So you are, whoo, going to get away with not having a Leo, which I'm going to say I would rather not have a Leo as a child because as someone that my mom said constantly, she's a real Leo, uh-huh. I think I was a bit of a handful. <laughs> they, I was gonna, My first child was going to be a Gemini, and everyone was like, oh, that's you're so lucky. Geminis are great. And then because she came early, she was a Taurus, and everyone uh, was like, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> and I still don't know what any of it means, but I understand that Tauruses are bulls. And that they are stubborn. They are they are stubborn, and they're yes, another loyal it, sign. Isn't Ed a Taurus, or am I crazy? Is Ed a Taurus? No, but Henry is a Taurus. Henry is classically very stubborn. Henry is and definitely a Taurus. My yeah. child has about the same color hair as Henry. Oh my god! Oh. Molly, did you I, cheat on your Molly, husband? <laughs> did you have weird, dirty sex with Jackie's? That's not what I oh my god! Are we secret sisters? <laughs> secret sisters with Jackie? Does that make us sex with? Does that her? make us sisters? That makes us sisters. <laughs> Like, yeah. No, I mean, because my kid's also a redhead, and everyone's like, oh, redheads, oh, Tauruses. Spicy, oh. spicy. Yeah. spicy. And, and she's not super, super redhead-like, but she's like Henry redhead. But at least she won't be haunted by the emotions of the world like you are. Which I would bless <laughs> bless her if she's not. I would honestly think that's terrific. Although the problem is you might have to deal with that, though, with your... Uh, Unborn Virgo, though. <laughs> well, tell ah. me, tell me about a Virgo. Yeah, Virgos a Virgo? are very—they're like very hardworking. They're very practical. They're very analytical. Nice. It's all very rational brain. Interesting. Well, that I would—I could see that kind of spawn coming from you and your husband. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. Hmm. But also, they also are very shy, and they're filled with worry, and they're overly critical of self and others. Uh huh. So you best watch out. You tell Freddie that you better watch out because the younger one is going to be the problem. Mm-hmm. I want to take everyone I know, not knowing anything about signs, I want to see a little short descriptor of all the signs, and then I want to put my everyone I know and love in a stack and see how accurate I am ah, based on that. Wouldn't that be kind of a fun and that hurtful would be game to do That super interesting friend? and also really judgy, which <laughs> would be a lot of fun to watch go down. <laughs> Just do this game and never show anyone my results and where I put them. Oh, oh a Jerry. Uh, which sign steals? Which sign steals a <laughs> Although lot? Although I feel like it does make a lot of sense that Drake is a Scorpio. Oh, my that God. makes a lot. See, my mother's a Scorpio, and you cannot. So is mine. 
Scorpios are scary. Mm-hmm. The Scorpio is like November, right? So is yes. mine. My mother, I would say, frightens me on a monthly basis. And yep. tell me about them because my husband is a Scorpio. Ooh, oh. I think Lexi is too. Oh my God, are we surrounded by Scorps? <laughs> um, I don't think that Gideon is actually technically a uh, a true blue Scorpio. Scorpio, it's a water sign, and um, they're usually the more intuitive of the signs. But also they're like as they're like distrusting and they're jealous, but they're also like really brave and passionate and also another like loyal, resourceful friend in your life. But the second you cross a Scorpio, <laughs> you best not look back. You gotta turn into a pillar of salt. Yeah, that's a Bible <laughs> reference. Yeah, I I quoted the Bible. That makes sense because Lexi loves chihuahuas. You know why Lexi loves chihuahuas? Because of their loyalty. Interesting. Because chihuahuas only like really their owner and they're like totally like mean and nasty <laughs> to anyone who's not their owner, right? And I think that that in a lot of ways, like Lexi is so loyal to her crew. But I mean, if she gets a taste of blood, <laughs> if she smells a scent of lies, she her she whole body, out. she changes. Yeah, she becomes a monster. And my mother, yes, yeah, so my mother and... My wife are both Scorpios. Whoa, you <laughs> are the in the nest, bra. Yeah. You are in Scorpion's <laughs> nest. When I, ter- and by the way, ho- terrified of scorpions. If there's <laughs> one thing I'm scared of on this planet, it is actual scorpions. Well, everyone's scared of scorpions. Ugh, yeah, Why well, love me, a scorpion? Is it because what? is it because of the boobox scene and hook? Boo. It's because two things. Boo. It's actually <laughs> it's actually more attributed, but at the around the same time. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, that was, That's yeah. what did it. The 90s really did bring scorpions into our consciousness. Yeah. Because ain't nobody talking about scorpions anymore, and I don't know why. I don't they're know. Any, they're not any less of a threat. They're becoming, like, accepted, I feel like, too much. You know Why what I mean? are they becoming accepted? Let's talk about this. What is the government doing with scorpions that now we have to like them? Just like we can't be scared of a bee anymore. We're not allowed to be scared of a bee. <laughs> and why do we have to like Drake? I don't like him. I'm, okay, I'll never stop like forcing him. me to like. I don't think Drake. I like Drake. Did, did you guys see the tattoo that Drake got? Yes. I hate it so much, and I'm mad at you, Jackie, for making it's, me look at it. It's just really annoying. So Drake got all right. So we all know the iconic cover of Abbey Road, the Beatles' Abbey Road, with the four of them walking, and you know they're doing the thing. On yes, the road, and then right? assholes go to Abbey Road in England, and, and they, they take try to the walk. Picture. Across the street, and everybody hates it. Did you take it. one of the pictures? Don't you say the nope. assholes? No, I didn't. Did you didn't you? take one of the pictures. Well, that was also the time that. when you were listening to jazz and drinking boxed wine. Yeah, I was listening to jazz. And I was not drinking boxed wine. I was drinking two euro wine. Jug of okay. wine. Maybe it was fresh on Drake's mind because of that fucking movie yesterday or whatever. Uh, and the cover of Abbey Road is everywhere. Right I think now. I might hate that. Probably hate that movie. Is it like super feel good? Remember, pay it forward. Fuck yeah, that. Shit. I saw that. You did. This is Molly this saw us twice. A, this is a page seven deep cut that I, I saw that movie I in theaters twice. That, Why? I always think about you whenever I think about Fan Forward, which is way too often for some because reason. This brings us back to the irrational empathy. No, 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 no. no. Okay, all right. Because I was in eighth grade, and I went wherever my friends were going. Yes, I had to do that. I did that Minority Report, the second viewing. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it the first time. The second time I watched it, I left in the middle of the movies. I'm like, I'd rather sit in the parking lot. Why did you watch it? <laughs> Twice. I mean, because they were like, we want to watch Minority Report. And it was like, and I was just like, okay. 
I guess I'll go to this movie I didn't like the first time. And then I fucking left halfway through. So I was like, I would rather sit and, and look at my shoes in the parking lot than watch this fucking movie. Give a go, please. I divert. I digress. I think, although Minority Report was a great book, though, I will throw it out there. Loved the book. <laughs> Minority Report might be better than, is definitely better than Pay It Definitely Forward. better. I think I was uh, embarrassingly moved by Pay It Forward the first time I saw it. Again, I was an eighth grader, but then I think a different group of friends was going. And I was invited, and I was like, well, I'm in eighth grade. Am I going to turn down a social engagement? Also, wait, didn't you want to strip on Jovi, though, or am I speaking out of turn here? I have expressed <laughs> surprise attraction to Bon Jovi in that movie specifically. What is he in that movie? Is he, like, the dad? He's Helen Hunt's, like, uh, Like, strip, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And he's, he's, that movie, he's not man. bad. That movie, He's like, not bad. He's not the worst version of Bon Jovi, that's for sure. <laughs> I feel like it was the kind of movie where it had no idea where it was going ever. Oh and, yeah, and it just keeps going. And you're it's like, what is long. the point of this? Fu- like, what is the plot of this movie? It's like, like the pre-version of um, that movie where the boy falls through the ice, the Christian one. You know what? that is now. You guys Little know women? what I'm talking about? No, no, it came out like last year. It's that Christian movie, Breakthrough. Ice. Have you guys seen no. the commercials for this? Fell through the ice? No, I yes. don't know this movie. And then he's un- he's underwater for 45 minutes. Faith and he's- Survival. Uh, okay, here we go. We've got it. <laughs> Wait, here. 45 minutes? And Boy then inspired, prayer brings him through. Oh, inspired what? Faith Survival Story Breakthrough says God still does the impossible. This is what? Fox what? News what? Website. No. <laughs> uh, is this a John's- Hallmark movie? John it's, Smith, an adopted boy from Guatemala, is a living, breathing, walking miracle, and his unbelievable true story is going to be on the big oh screen on April seventeenth. Uh, he uh, he was 14 years old when he fell through the ice in, in a Missouri lake. The rescue crews got him to the hospital. He was declared dead for 45 minutes. Damn, 45 minutes. What? I guess prayer did bring him back. This, it's like, it's this is, Breakthrough is like, it's like, I think it's from the same director as that other one where the girl falls out the tree. And Ooh. Jennifer Garner is there. And uh, remember, a girl falls out a tree. Uh, Jennifer Garner is there. We've definitely talked about it. You've just Jennifer you Gardner. And then she like, oh, what does she do? Does she save her sister's life or something? Uh, it's like a whole genre of Christian feel-good movies. And Baird Ford was not explicitly Christian, but they but real actors are doing them. Uh Roxana Dawson directed uh Breakthrough and also Jesus the Driver. No, 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 no. She did that in 2004. No, have you searched Jennifer Garner? Let me, I'll search Tree. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Jennifer Garner. Tree movie? Uh, her daughter, head injury. You could try searching Jennifer Garner. Miracles, Miracles from, heaven. from heaven. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <film>. you. <laughs> Dude, we are going down the fucking craziest <laughs> rabbit hole. From we started out talking about astrology, and now we are at Miracles. That was directed by a woman named Patricia Riggin. Oh, and, yeah. I um, can't wait to watch Miracles from Heaven. I feel like this is a birthday movie. You know, I feel I think it's like, what do you? What do I want to think about? I want to think about Miracles. I want to think about God's priorities, God's choices, and God's timing. Because that sounds like a scary movie. She does all uh, disastry. She did the 33 was based on a real life event when a gold and copper mine collapses. It traps oh, that's the minor the movie. I remember and the minor movie. We've got Miracles from Heaven. It just says based on the incredible true story of the Beam family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, the Beam. 
But the, what happens? The kid falls out of a tree, and then she like wait. No, she, so Anna Beam lives with a rare, incurable disorder that leaves her unable to digest food. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, laughing. If anybody has that disorder, I apologize right now. It's very funny. I know. I'm sorry for laughing. I'm sorry. It's just, it's very funny where it's just like, okay, she can't eat. Bitch goes up a tree. Bitch falls out a tree. Wait, did she have that before she so fell out of the- Anna tells an amazing story of a visit to heaven after surviving a headlong tumble into a tree. Her family and doctors become even more baffled when the young girl begins to show signs of recovering from her fatal condition. See? Oh, so it's like one of those, like, kicked in the head by a mule. <laughs> and then she goes blind, and then she yeah. gets kicked in the ass by an ass, and she can see again. Yeah. And she can see again. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that old fucking horse her National tail. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, we oh, yeah, that's that. what it was. Yeah, and- it's her National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So the whole thing is, like, God <laughs> dropped her from a tree mm. to cure this digestion illness. Yeah, had. and it did it. And you know what? God's priorities. And in Breakthrough, which, again, there are real actors in it. If somebody can bring up the IMDb page. Oh, dude, Queen Latifah's up in this fucking piece. Yeah. he. He's... Jennifer Gardner, of course. We've been over it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Queen mean... Latifah's in <laughs> Miracles from Heaven. And I think that's right. No, but Jennifer Gardner's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she, Jennifer Gardner, who was in, uh, made a cameo in Catch Me If You Can. She was in Daredevil and Electra. I don't even, I'm like so unfamiliar with fucking Jennifer Gardner. She was in Valentine's She's Day. She's a real actor in, yeah. this, in this movie that should be a Lifetime movie, but it's a real movie. Just like Breakthrough, this, I have a regular, like I have cable and so I see regular commercials and you would not believe how many commercials for Breakthrough there are and it seems like it should be a, movie that is only available on like a subscription Christian channel. Right? It's a, Or on like the Hallmark channel. That's why every time this all it just reeks of Hallmark channel. It's a mainstream. It was in theaters. And this kid was dead for 45 minutes and then prayer brought him back. It, it, it is it is um here's the I'm playing the trailer right now because what are you watching in this fucking movie? A person submerged in water and then in a hospital? Luke Cage yeah, is there. I guess so. <laughs> Luke Cage is there. <laughs> Chrissy Metz and Topher Grace is in there? Yes. Oh, he's the what? pastor. It's, it is a well-cast movie. Wow. And Oh, and that's the chick from This Is Us. Okay. Yeah, right, Chrissy right. Metz. And I feel like it has a very, I've been, I don't watch This Is Us, I hear everybody loves it, but it's very emotional, I know. Right. And then he goes through, the, watch the, <laughs> I love watching it on silent. He's about to fall through the ice. Oh, no. <laughs> he fell through the ice. <laughs> No! Your boy is falling through the ice. Now Luke Cage is there, is going to rescue him <laughs> from the ice. Luke Cage is getting it. They got him out. They get him and out. then you just watch him in a hospital for the next Uh oh, he's dead for hour. 45 minutes. He's dead. It's it's like the the whole for premise of the movie is five minutes? The whole premise of the movie is essentially nothing happens. And, but then she prays. Oh right. She prays over his head. And then he comes back. And to then life. he comes back. You know what? To teach their own. I you know. <laughs> Maybe it's maybe it did happen. Okay, exactly like that. That's I just... think that it did. You know what? I'm proud of the angels. I'm proud that the angels came down, just like the angels came down and gave us 
Drake's breakthrough. <laughs> Drake so that bigger he than can Jesus. Get the Abbey Road tattoo that we've all been begging for. Hell yeah, dude! I'll put a. I'll, I need to get it too, right next to my Old Town Road tattoo. Once he oh broke. Oh my the god, I love that! I think that, that is a really great idea. But also, so to finish this dumb story, because as much as I, I know that honestly, I'd rather talk about a kid being under the ice for forty-five minutes. <laughs> no, 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 he wasn't under the ice for forty-five minutes, Jackie. He was dead. For 45 minutes. Dead for, I just, that's just, I, I'm sorry that can't happen. I'm sorry that can't happen. It can't. It says true story, Jackie. True it story, is, Jack. It is a true story. <laughs> and I'm wrong for thinking that it can't happen. So he got him, so on the Abbey Road tattoo that he got on his arm, he, there is a tattoo of him in front of the Beatles waving the four of them on as if he is the one that is opening the door for the Beatles. Now, I'm not saying that Drake, I'm not saying that the Beatles are the be-all, end-all of music. I'm saying at the time, they were groundbreaking, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no question that the Beatles are better than Drake. Like, there's just no question. <laughs> um, I'd like to argue. <laughs> are you arguing? Are you arguing that? <laughs> you don't have to love the Beatles to know that the Beatles matter more than Drake does. I just hate the tattoo. I, I, I understand that now there is a... A, a turn back around that everyone hates listening to the Beatles. I'm going to go ahead and say controversial statement. Every once in a while, I still listen to the Beatles. It's yeah, like putting yeah. on, it's like returning home. It's like remembering when you're 17 years old and just being like, the music is speaking to me, man. Like, you know, I every once in a while, I listen to it. This is great. You yeah. Know, second half of Abbey Road, fucking tripping face. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we, I think that a lot of us went through this. Now, the reason why Drake got this tattoo is because he had he beat the the Beatles by having seven singles on the top ten of the Billboard Hot 100 list. Now, Beatles only had five all at the same time, but then he also broke the most top ten singles on the Billboard's Hot 100 top ten songs in a single year. Yes, I had to write that down twenty times to make sure that I was saying this properly because he got twelve. Top 10 singles on the Billboard's Hot 100 Top 10 songs. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Beatles only got 11. I I think that Drake's... I just don't find Drake's achievement in light of the Beatles to be even remotely interesting. Comparable. And I, I don't... I'm not a yeah. big fan. I liked Drake when he was Jimmy on Degrassi. That, would, that is my favorite Drake. Yeah, I missed out on the whole Degrassi thing. I, I think know. It was, uh, you and I were maybe just, because we're actually like older brother, sister to Jackie. Yeah, you guys are both like old. I'm like a baby. Yeah, <laughs> she's like a little baby, and we're like older, older olds. And so for us, it was like Saved by the Bell. Yes. Shit like that. And yes. then I did not catch on to this Degrassi thing. So, like, Drake's entire being is, yeah. like, lost on me a Same. little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I like, would have loved Degrassi, I think, but I just didn't watch it. Like, I loved that genre. Say by the Bell was my absolute favorite show, and what, so I would have loved it. What What does Degrassi look like, Jackie? Ooh, to Degrassi, a young Jackie. It goes there. I watched way <laughs> too much Degrassi. It is a Canadian television show. It was way more serious, right, than Saved by the Saved by the Bell is just goofy goo. Oh, Degrassi is not funny. It's not a silly show. It's it goes there, which is why they said that it goes there because it was dealing with you know it's a Canadian show that was dealing with like abortion and school shootings and like they were the ones that did, they were the party of five of Saved by the Bells. You know what I mean? Ah. Yeah, Saved by the Bell. The but the the most they went there was they had there's no hope with dope. Yeah. They had that one very early episode with the like bully who turned out he couldn't read, and what's, Screech was very empathetic. About <laughs> it. What's the um? What's the uh, speed? 
Yeah, he was a bully, and then he said he admitted to screech that he couldn't read. And then, I don't know why I was just thinking about this this morning, completely unrelatedly. And, and the bully says, why aren't you laughing? And screech says very empathetically, it's not funny. And he, like, breaks through, like, not shaming this, this bully for his not being able to read. And then, of course, you have the classic, I'm so excited. I'm so yes. excited. I'm so scared. You have the scared. caffeine pill addiction. Um, God, but, I miss very special episodes. They just don't do them anymore. I know. There was, yeah, there was very special episodes. There was definitely a lot of very special episodes of Blossom. Yeah. And there was dinosaurs a, a, had a very special episode. Uh, yeah, House, of course. Oh, God, I love dinosaurs. What was dinosaurs' this very special episode? I forget. Wasn't it a drug one? Wasn't a drug one, too? It was the teen dinosaur, the teen boy dinosaur with the varsity jacket. Robbie, I think. yeah. What was it, a drug thing? I, I believe, I believe so, had. yeah. I think it was something like that. I want to rewatch Dinosaurs because they're all on Hulu. Really? And yeah. you, I mean, you know, I never saw the series finale, but like it ends with like the extinction of them all. And yeah. it's very yes. sad. I've heard that it has a real good kind of anti-capitalist message at its core. Um, real upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, yeah, the, 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 it sounds like Degrassi was just a series of very special episodes. It really was, and I loved all the characters. But also what it was great is that they went through so many different generations of them where like there were the ones in the 80s, and they dealt with all that shit, and then they became the parents in the next generation. Mm. So then the, like, the ones that were in the original ones, essentially like what they're doing with Riverdale, but they did that long before Riverdale. It's like a girl meet. It was a pre-girl meets world. Girl meets world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dinosaurs were. Uh, it was about uh, Thornoids, um, and it is. Uh, yes, it's about the boy. Oh, that's right. He was Robbie doing like steroids. Doing that's steroids. Right. <laughs> they're called Thornoids, and uh, yeah, they are. Um, they're little creatures that look like gremlins, and you eat them. And you start <laughs> looking like a, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's a fun one. You know, usually very special <laughs> yeah. episodes are like about like like Full House definitely had one about child abuse that yeah. was like not at all fun. And I missed that they used to like literally they would have like a person talking to camera being like, "All right, tonight it's gonna yes. be different." Yeah, yeah. You remember when Papu died in Full House? Yeah, I mean, we always remember the day Papu died. <laughs> <laughs> Although that wasn't very that wasn't a very special episode as much as just a. Full House, a grieving just, episode, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, which which is never been done better than uh, Sesame Street's episode explaining Big Bird what death means. That is oh. one of the characters died. Well, then also so also Mr. Rogers, who of yes. course talked no. extensively about death. And yeah, we're course. going there, Jackie. We're going straight down there. All right, do, happy oh my, birthday. I remember the <laughs> scene that you're talking about in Sesame Street when uh, the store owner died, right? And yeah. they explain it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so sad. And Big Bird's like, what's death? It's the most gut-wrenching. But they handled it really well. And so honestly, and kids uh. deserve that. Uh. Thanks to Modcloth for supporting page seven. This offer is only valid for a limited time. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, including all sale items, go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code page seven at checkout. So hurry to get an extra 15% off all sale items through the end of August. Good lord, I love a deal. Modcloth has insane vintage styles that gives me the silhouette I crave without starting rumors that I removed some 
some of my ribs to kiss my own lawn. And most of their styles make my bazongas look jollier than usual. ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they include a size range from double zero to 28. Everybody deserves to look good. ModCloth helps boost my ego and my closet, especially because they always keep fabulous outfits in a five size range. No matter how much happy weight I put on or how much sad weight I lose, I want to feel good in my clothes. Now you have thousands of decisions to make every day. Let ModCloth help you with one of them. What to wear? Now I recently posted on my Insta in a cherry poppin' daddy shirt that is best of the breast crops I own and it's totally from ModCloth. Just breasty enough for your girl and yet it has great thick and breezy fabric to keep my girls high and tight but not covered in summer dew. And the fabric gives just enough that I can can-can my way down the humid sidewalk and give my shimmies out for free. It is summer after all. Also, I love that a lot of the buttons on ModCloth's tops aren't just for show buttons. You know what I mean? They actually open so I can hide my top mountains if I'm feeling like an angel or let it all hang out if I'm hearing the calls of my shoulder devil crow. Oh, devil crow, you put down that worm because we are hungry for squirrel. This offer is only valid for a limited time. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, including all sale items, go to modcloth.com and enter code PAGE7 at checkout. So hurry to get an extra 15% off on all sale items through the end of August. I'm on the road to white teeth. It's cause I use arc. Boom, ba boom, ba boom, boom, boom. Hey girl, where'd you get that white teeth? I'm using arc. And if there's anywhere I'm schlepping my beautifully white teeth, it's on the road to nowhere with a big glass of sex named David Byrne. Arc is a new way to achieve professional level teeth whitening at home for just 30 minutes a day. So Slap on your arcs, put on Stop Making Sense, and dream that you are slippery like an eel through the big, wide trouser legs of that extra big David Byrne suit. And by the time you have finished your, let's call it rub dreaming, you will have whiter teeth. Each arc treatment includes dentist-approved enamel-safe whitening strips that adhere to your upper and lower teeth, along with arc blue light technology. The blue light mouthpiece arcs around your entire smile, delivering targeted blue light energy to help weaken sudden stains below the enamel surface, making your treatment more effective than strips alone. Confession alert! Due to how real April Reels Day got this year, I quit smoking about three months ago. Confession, confessions, but me whites are all yellow. And this girl ain't got no whitening insurance. That's where ARC comes in to take away my past mistakes. ARC can help you reveal a smile that's 50 times whiter than a leading whitening toothpaste. And they offer satisfaction guaranteed. And that flips my upside down mouth ARC right on its hide to get to that juicy upright mouth watering meats underneath. And to help our listeners get a whiter, brighter smile, ARC is offering $15 off your purchase of a blue light kit when you visit arcsmile.com and use promo code PAGE7 at checkout. Go to arcsmile.com and use promo code PAGE7 for $15 off your blue light whitening kit. That's arcsmile.com, promo code PAGE7. 
Although, if we're in gut-wrenching territory and also shows that ended poorly, let's talk about The Sopranos. <laughs> I Great saw, segue. I, you Great guys segue. have done The Sopranos, That was right? an amazing fucking segue, dog. <laughs> Thank yeah, I you. Fell off after, I fell off after season three. I recently watched the entire series. So that so did you see what I sent out that so Michael Gandolfini, who is nineteen year old son of James Gandolfini, R.I.P. Who I just I love James Gandolfini. I will always love James He's Gandolfini. So I'll great. especially Incredible. always love the fact that he died while eating a huge meal, which is how I hope to go out. Give right. me a heart attack while eating, like in the fifth hour of eating a huge Italian meal. What are we talking? Okay, we're great. talking Italian. What do we throw? What what's on this table right now, Jackie? You're in the middle of just this massive Italian meal in Italy. What are we what are we looking at? What, like what have I already eaten or what's on the table? What's on the table? What have you eaten? What are you eating? All of it. What do we got? I Some feel like gnocchi? it's gonna be courses because that was the whole thing that like he had been sitting there. I think it was like the end of like a five hour long meal after it had Jesus. like just so many bottles of wine, steaks, lobsters, pasta dishes, like all different kinds of carbs, every kind of cheese you could fold up into you. It's like, I want to have, make sure that I've got at least three different, um, what are they? Meats and cheeses? Meat cheesios. Meat What's the... Insulates? No, the other one. Insulates. I am such a trash person. I, know, but what's I the don't word know for... the word for it. I am Antipasti. a trash Antipasti. 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 I'm trying to think of what's at the beginning of the menu, you know? Dude, oh my God. The food in it, like, I have not very well traveled, but the food in Italy will make your fucking genitals fall off your body. I don't want them to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to happen. No matter what. I don't what. want them to fall off, though. That's Why what happens. fall off. That's what happens when you go through menopause. Oh, That's what I was no. told. No, I'd rather it just be sealed shut, <laughs> like the cave of wonders, and you have to go. Like I want it to be like Aladdin, where he has to go like Arabian Nights, and then that like it like opens up like a big stone chisel. <laughs> Dude, I would love to have a parade for Jackie when she goes through her final official menopause phase. I think it'll Please. be a lot of fun yeah. through menopause. We should throw a big. Why aren't there more menopause parties? It's like amazing. You don't have to fucking have a fucking period anymore you should be sell that should be like a huge party i think there's a lot of stigma around periods and there's a lot of stigma around being a woman over the age of like 28 and a uh, mena party it sounds like it's a pretty unpleasant experience you're right i do i am gonna throw a mena party throw a menopause party it's great because it's after like a lot of people have kids after it's like i'm not gonna have like what big parties do you have in your late 40s that are like right. quintessential huge yeah. parties and True. one thing we need to celebrate more is getting older Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. And like yeah. that would be such a fun because you don't have to do it anymore. I know it's painful to go through, but then it stops. Yeah, that would be I think that's a great idea. And you never have to think about it again. I, I've heard it's it, 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 it's like kind of can be an amazing. I forget who was talking about this not too long ago. It's like it's amazing. Yeah. This yeah. fucking shit you've had to put up with every month forever. And, yeah, and agree that we should totally destigmatize it too. Sure. What are we doing for a menopause party? For a menopause party. We got to I want Lots a pinata of, of vagina, and then like as you can, like it'll be the last time it comes out, but like you fill it with red velvet pudding. Yes, I think you need an extremely well air conditioned room, as I understand. Very yes. cold. It's gonna very be a very cold. cold party, and we'll have ices, and it'll be like uh -huh. very ice themed. Maybe ice like themed, maybe yeah. even like a frozen theme. Let it go. Let ice it go. No, no, no. There should be shots like the ice luge, yeah. but but not suggesting that you are that your sexuality is lacking now or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. Right? In like, fact, there should definitely be some fuck rooms. 
Yes, fuck rooms for sure. <gasps> fuck rooms. And well, then it's well also a key party. Yeah. Yeah. And a key party. And so it's a key party. And everyone cheats on everyone. <laughs> yeah, because you what does it matter? Far. What does it matter anymore? Time to cheat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Time and, to and, cheat. And celebrate, <laughs> celebrate all, the, all the babies you don't have to think about having anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you can name them all. All the ones you'll never have to deal with. This goes, this, this is on Holden's great ideas list of the plane, <laughs> plane only for small children, which I still think is a brilliant idea. <laughs> April Reels. April Reels Day. And, and a Mena Party. And a party. And a Mena Party. I love all of these. I'm in for all of them. <laughs> but where I was going, which I'm glad that James Gandolfini's wife did not have a Mena Party before having Michael Gandolfini. Was that too much yes. of a stretch? No, because no, Michael, no. Michael Gandolfini <laughs> is stepping in of the role as Tony Soprano in the prequel movie to The Sopranos. So uh, which he, I love. Yeah. I am very excited about this. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of him. He is the spitting image of James Gandolfini. And he had never seen episode one of The Sopranos. And then he yeah. sat by himself and watched the entire series wow. alone. Uh, to get like his father's mannerisms, to see how he did the character, to really get into it. And can you imagine, like he said that he had a lot of bad dreams, that it's been a really dark time for him. I but it was bet. something that he felt that he needed to do. And I cried while I read the goddamn article. Yeah, when you sent us that article and I thought about sitting by yourself and watching The Sopranos oh. and having that having Tony Soprano be your dad. Your father like, and, and watching you step into his shoes. And and I mean, James Gandolfini, it's just there there's there's you know, it's it's a blessed and rare thing to have an actor where you watch them on screen and you're just like, truly, how could somebody be this talented? Right. You know, and James Gandolfini is that person. And so to he watch, makes, he makes a horrible asshole incredibly like, not just like, not just likable, lovable. Like so, right? So much. Em- talk about empathy. Like, like cheats on his wife, kills people, and like, and you and you still are rooting for him somehow, and that is because of the power of his performance. Yeah. Yes. Like, just an uh, uh, like you know just a absolutely like to watch that to i just cannot imagine watching that show and thinking about your own dad like bring creating that character like how much love you would especially feel. as an actor so he's right. done yeah. he hasn't done a ton of stuff but uh he did play a character named Joey Dwyer in the Deuce which is a show that i started watching and kind of fell off it's of it's a david simons show right yeah, yeah. the really sex Fueled yeah. 70s New York show. I heard I was, mixed reviews, although I do like David yeah. Simon. But I, I like all of the things great. you just said, too, and I still couldn't get into it. I don't yeah, know I why. get into it. Yeah. You know what it was? It was just making sex, like, it was just, it was making it upsetting. It was just making sex really upsetting. And also, there's something about, like, I think Maggie Gyllenhaal is, like, really hot, and, like, she showed her breasts a lot, and I was just like, why do I, she don't need to keep, stop making her show I her love breasts. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, I love, love Maggie, Maggie Jones. Oh, secretary, secretary. Oh, my yeah, God. Secretary, secretary opened my eyes to a lot. And I have to say that because it was like <laughs> she had – because it felt excessive. Like uh-huh. It was like, okay, we get it. We like get it. She signed the contract that said she'd show her breasts. Yeah. But you don't have to make her show her breasts every two seconds. Sometimes I feel like shows do that, too, where they're like, yeah, we got them now. Show them again. Show them again. Show them again. <laughs> okay. again, again. But then when you get it too much, then it's not fun and exciting anymore. Yeah, and other the other characters aren't necessarily doing that at as much and yeah. I'm just like why is it just her that it seems like every episode you're getting her to do that I don't know yeah, I no, little, I think that that's fair it just made me feel it was the kind of show that made me feel dirty yeah. and like not in a fun way and yeah. you know who's never made us feel dirty and I appreciate it 
Danny Trejo. Oh, <laughs> I can't not bring up this hero of the week, Mr. Danny Trejo, who saved a child from a car wreck when he saw a an SUV had been flipped over and there was a baby stuck inside in their car seat stuck upside down and he wriggled in through the broken window of the car and hel- like with the help of another bystander, her name is Monica Jackson, who also helped out and everyone's like, oh, Tranny, Danny Trejo did it alone. This woman helped too to get this baby out unharmed from a car crash. And also just, people don't do that anymore. I feel like that just, I think it's people mind their own business and they, they don't get involved and I appreciate that he stepped up. He's 75 years old. <laughs> it's also like the most, it's like, that's something that Danny Trejo would be cast to do. Like, it's such a, it's like, there is nobody who could play that part better. IRL, you know? It's just I such know. an essential Danny Trejo thing to do. He has such an amazing, I don't know if you've seen, I think there's a documentary about him. Um, uh, but he's he's done so much. Like, when he's talked about helping people, and how he has like everything good has come out of helping someone else. Like he's done a lot of work with prisoners, I believe, and things like that. He was in prison all throughout like the '60s. Had this big turnaround in his whole life. I love these stories. Well, that's the name of the documentary. It's Inmate Number One: The Rise of Danny Trejo. Wow. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's unbelievable. Just, just incredible. Well, also on top of it, the the child has special needs, and he was really freaking out. So to keep his mind occupied, as he held him, he created this, like, superhero game or something that, like, he just kept making the little boy. He's like, flex your muscles, flex your muscles, and, like, pretending to be a superhero with him just to keep his mind occupied so that he didn't look at his mother bleeding by the car just to like keep him looking somewhere else and just having his attention paid to him and that made me just that's that's such an above and beyond thing to do and I just want to say thank you Danny Trejo also I think a service that anybody who's in a car accident could use you yeah. know, we're all freaked out if yeah, that happens. Yeah, just to have Danny Trejo come and, like, help you just relax <laughs> a little bit after a car accident. you, yeah. By making me feel all big <laughs> and strong, too. Make me feel strong! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a real, this was in the feel-good vault, just like the movies Breakthrough and um, <laughs> Tears from Heaven. I already forgot the name of the it's other one. It's just like it. Miracles we immediately forgot it. Miracles in Heaven? Miracles, Miracles in, in Heaven. heaven. Well, first of all, Tears in Heaven, I believe, <laughs> Eric Clapton's thing, yeah. song, right? Beautiful. And why is it just called Fall from Tree Girl? Yeah. Which is, the, that is way more be. of an apt description. Of course, we're never going to remember Miracles from Heaven. <laughs> That's what it should be. If I hit a tree, <laughs> will, will I, I see be? a piece of heaven? <laughs> um, <laughs> will I digest again? <laughs> Food makes me sick. <laughs> um, beautiful. Well, something that we are not going to see in heaven is the union of Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus. We have to at least bring it we up. Have we, have we have to. We have to talk to. about it. We got to talk about it, even though it is literally everything, everywhere. I I hope the best for both of them. I really did. I enjoyed watching them as a couple. But the whole thing is that everyone's ripping apart the fact that she kissed Caitlin Carter on the beach in Italy. And they're like, but did you see the kiss? Did you see? She kissed a woman. What is what what is the issue? She openly has said many times that their their marriage is unconventional. She identifies as queer, that like she is not just like a wifey type thing, and that they have an understanding. 
Who are you to fucking judge, man? Yeah, it does not seem like that's the thing that is the reason they are breaking up. I, I well, I, I, I will say this. I will say this because, of course, I do love the drama on Instagram that followed afterwards, and we can get into that with the exes like teaming up and sort of. But it, I, to me, it's less that she's she's with another woman, and it's more that she's being she's very like these pictures are very like lovey lovey and like. I always hate looking at these because it's like, dude, they're just they're trying to have like a private moment. But anyways, <laughs> it looks like they're having. I know like they're a definitely on, it's definitely paparazzi pictures too. Like, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. They're having a full on tryst though, and I just think it's a little tacky that it came like right before a breakup announcement. I feel like it's a little like spit in Liam's face kind of stuff. Unless yes. they had an arrangement, right? Unless they had an arrangement. So that's the only thing. And and he's doing the right thing by not yapping about it, unlike the other two dude bros. Or whatever, or um, who was it? Oh, oh no, 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 yeah, it was uh, her ex, the girl. He her was- ex-husband, Brody Jenner, who apparently isn't even actually your ex-husband. That seems like this whole thing has been a stunt. Don't name your kid Brody. Also, when you said Jenner, I was like, is this a Jenner? And yeah. it's not even a Jenner. It's not even a Jenner. It's just another reality asshole. Unbelievable. Not even a Jenner. No, they are part of the Hills. So Caitlin Carter and who was technically or was quote unquote married to Brody Jenner. Both of them, Brody Jenner was from the original The Hills, and then they, as a couple, were on the the reboot of The Hills, The Hills New Beginnings. <laughs> I was never a Hills fan. I liked The Hills. The Hills was good. Okay, you watched it? Not like, I watched it like if I was in a hotel, you it know? It was very, I just remember it being like, wow, this is like where reality's headed. This is like so produced, but yes. it's still reality. But it was know? just yes. good. It was just like the good, you know, the old fat, like when when reality was still kind of like, oh, I just get to watch these bitches complain all day? Great. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and so like, it was fun, but I, I couldn't tell you about the cast. I didn't get into it, not because I would thought I was above it, yeah. But yeah, that... But I, w- I was I was surprised to see that there's like multiple Hill franchises now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing went haywire. <laughs> and uh, first of all, and I said this before really like quickly, but again, I just want to reiterate, don't name your kid Brody. <laughs> Dude, it's a, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, I get if you don't, you know, if you live in a bubble and you're like, oh, well, the name Brody is like Jody, <laughs> but with the bro in it and, and you dig that and have it. <laughs> And if you did name your kid Brody, I'm sorry. And, like, just let me know I'm bad or whatever. <laughs> you can say I'm bad. But, like, just maybe think of, I don't know. I'm you over know here I mean? just, like, furiously crossing Brody off my baby name list. <laughs> I will say that Brody Jenner seems to be the epitome of the name Brody. <laughs> yeah, Brody, I think there's just something about Brody Jenner not being a Jenner right. and having been on the hills. And yet he looks like he definitely could easily be a Jenner. And somehow being this, like, fourth character in a Miley and Liam where you're like, what does this person even have to do with so them? So this is the part of the story that I love. Okay, we don't know if they had an arrangement. If they had an arrangement, that's fine. If not, it's tacky. And it's not – I don't think it's because it's a girl. I think it's gross if that's what they're fixated on because I have no I, – I, whether it's yeah. a man or a woman, it's more like, oh, we just broke up and you're like immediately – And we're insta- yeah. Yeah, and we're, on, we're really out there with this flirty relationship. Right. And I would be furious and probably would have said similar things to Mr. Brody on Instagram off of the post. I do love his picture, too. It always has to be a picture of you, like, out on, like, a, a hill with, like, overlooking this landscape and be like, life changes and time changes, too, <laughs> but every time it changes, you have to stay blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But I agree with you, Holden, that the fixation on it being on the fact that Miley kissed a girl seems extremely like 
2005 of us. Yeah, who cares? It's just the fact that she's just out there kissing for the whole world. It's just, I will say it seems almost like this is a PR stunt that has been paid for, right? Because there's, as we talked about last week, wasn't it, that there's been a lot of breakups this summer, and some of them have been fake-outs. And I'm not even, I'm not saying their marriage was a PR stunt. (laughs) I'm saying this entire, like, unfolding of everything. Because you did notice that Liam Hemsworth went to Australia and was just like, Guys, I wish you the best. I'm going to go fucking hang out with my family. I need a minute. And I say good for him. Meanwhile, after the pictures were posted and everything, and they're like doing whatever, Brody Stevens posts <laughs> a picture, picture in front of like an ocean on a hill, and it just says, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. And then, Shut <laughs> up. And then Miley Cyrus posts a picture also on a hill with the also mountains on a in hill. the background. Life's a climb, but the view is great. Like, like, what are you trying to get your picture on a fucking, in a classroom? I want to be on a hill. Someone put me on a fucking hill. They are all on hills. But man, can I just say, Miley Cyrus is a dreamboat, and I just can't She is truly beautiful. They're all beautiful. And her and uh, Caitlin look smoking Yes, a good couple, honestly. Yowza, malowza. Yeah, those pics are... Hot. I still like uh, Miley Cyrus is still definitely up there for me. Of, I would definitely please let me, please give me a shot. I know I'm nowhere near attractive enough, but I could try. Let me be. I could be live. Do you want me to be live? How are we impressing her? Okay, you get one night, one shot. You got to take her out, and you've got to get in those britches, Jackie. Ooh. What are we? Doing? I have an idea for Jackie. You got an idea? She sings. They go to karaoke, and Jackie sings Jolene. <gasps> Oh, that would that be would so be intimidating. Good. I would be mortified at that. No, she would. Jackie can do it. Jackie's got. The I think I can do it. I think I could definitely do it. But uh, but I'd also want to be like dressed like Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd ever. You <laughs> know what it wig. is? You'll have the wig and like. Yeah, uh, I want the big wig. I want it to be like completely like sucked in. Like I can barely breathe. Charlie, Charlie. He's like, oh, she's so wayfish. What a wayfish woman. I want to be with her. Would you get the implants? Too? Would you go the yeah. full? Yeah, no, I yeah. do the whole thing. I would love to look like Dolly Parton. <laughs> no, you just you take you and Miley go out to the bar and and feel free to edit this because it's your <laughs> night. But in my vision, you and Miley go out to the bar, and oh, it's karaoke night. Okay, and Oops. then you sign up yourself, and then you're like, oh, it's a duet. Do you want to come do it with me? And then you Ooh. and Miley go up together, right? And then you do Jolene together. Yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, but we have to do the customary kiss. You know, she always kisses at the end. And then we have to kiss. <laughs> the customary kiss. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> then, I, just, I always wanted to, I, like, I feel like I have dreams of, you ever see A Mighty Wind when Catherine O'Hara and um, Eugene Levy do the kiss at the end of a rainbow, and they have to do the kiss. It's like, more <laughs> songs need to have forced kissing in it so that like oh For if we sure. do this like I'm on a date we're doing karaoke oh we have to kiss now and like then I've also always wanted to kind of fall in love with somebody through a duet you know like, I know you know through eye contact oh over absolutely the course of a duet. this is the thing too this is the move you impress her with Jolene right but the kiss isn't okay. gonna happen there and then you go oh it appears there's a new song that was written by one Jackie Zabrowski that's in the karaoke catalog and it appears to be called I want to sex with Miley Cyrus. And then it comes up. Bow, 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 I think bow. it might be too aggressive. I think it might be too aggressive. I want to sex with Miley Cyrus. 
virus. Well, maybe instead, maybe you do the 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 Jolene duet, and then afterwards you're like, oh my gosh, this bar turns into a Miley Cyrus themed dance party afterwards, oh. and then like, Ooh, where party everyone has USA to be new. Do you think she on. wants to hear her music regurgitated Definitely. back at her like that? My, like I think Miley style? Cyrus does though. You yeah. Know, because she's... what if I just sing her more? I think a, a less aggressive song, just like. What if I make you fall in love with me slowly and apt with time? I think we could love me if you give me a chance, but it'll take six months because I'm a lot to handle. As long as, but as long as the bridge goes like boom, 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 I will make you gush and I will make you squish and I. See, I think it's too aggressive. I need. I think I need to ease up on it. Right. But I I don't think that you're gonna be the hard to handle one. Yeah, she. It's Miley Cyrus you're talking about. She's like a party animal that is you're gonna be the grounded one should i do i have to work on my tongue skills (laughs) you will need to start doing a lot of tongue exercises but i'm gonna say i don't think she wants meek and scared yeah you know what i mean yeah i guess yeah i gotta take life by the balls i gotta start doing goop says you know we gotta do our face yoga so yeah 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 Yam, 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 yam. Why was she in the news again? What was Because that she didn't again? know that Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> she didn't know Samuel Agent Jackson Fury. was in the Marvel Universe. She's been in movies with him. Well, why even? Okay, if I go to a party and I like see somebody I wasn't expecting, the last thing I do is turn and be like, why is this person here? Why, why are, are you here? Samuel L. Jackson, who has the right to be wherever he why damn well pleases. Anywhere he goes, you are like, of course you should be here. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Funny, what a dude. bitch. You just assume they're supposed to be here because you know that they wouldn't be there for no reason. But this is also coming after she didn't know that she was in movies with Tom Holland and Tom Holland is the new Spider-Man. And then on top of that, she also Sebastian Stan, who plays Winter Soldier, had to introduce himself three times to her. And they have also been in movies together. Now, I get it that like the whole Marvel Universe, I think everyone is... Shot separately, everything is kept very separately. So if you didn't see the movie, you would just be like, oh, I didn't know they were in that. I've been in things with people. Like, I did a short film with Michael Shannon. I never met Michael Shannon. Like, I didn't hang out with Michael Shannon. Yeah, but seriously, like, how was Michael Shannon? Was he? <laughs> oh my God, we had sex. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw him walking down the street a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? A car. I was did in a you, car. Did you also have sex with him? Oh, we had sex in wow. the car. Wow. <laughs> sad guy. <laughs> Damn, everybody's having so much sex right now with people they shouldn't be having sex with by singing them songs. Yeah. What song did you sing them? <laughs> oh, hey man, she ain't what she used to be. Ain't I actually, what she used to be. I read ain't him. I didn't sing to him. I read him that letter that he read for Funny or Die that was written by that sorority girl that right. said, I'm going to cunt punt you bitches or whatever. <laughs> that really, really, really funny letter that he read. I read it back to him. And it wasn't as funny as when he did it, but he still it was like, not as funny. But all of a sudden, he was just naked and you were naked and cheating. <laughs> yeah. and, and he was just like, yeah, fully so pregnant, too. So matter. pregnant, yeah. Yeah, that was part of what grew him in. <laughs> Just how huge, how hugely pregnant I am. Frames, I want to hang my photos. I want to upgrade my posters. Frames, you know you want to live the fame life, but how do you get there? You start by hitting the frame life, and that's where Frame Bridge comes in. I always hoped I would hit the hashtag adulting part of my life, that I would be able to slap my Blink-182 poster from Hot Topic into a frame no more rips in the corners from push pins guys i mean we gotta at least attempt to grow up at some point 
dig a print? Want to make your wall like your Insta profile except in real life? Just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo. Or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Now, I honestly always forget to get things framed. I have way too many prints just chilling amongst my books on the shelves. Now, this takes the hassle out of schlepping your stuff to the store. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code PAGE7. Now, I got a picture of my mom and I from Henry's wedding framed, and I sent it to my mom as a birthday gift, and y'all, I made that mama cry. It was a great gift, and yes, I patted myself on the back rigorously for how thoughtful I am. Uh Uh-oh, this really is Leo season. Watch out, because this kitty's got her gift-given claws out, and she's ready to frame strike at a moment's notice. Leo season! Get started today. Frame your photos or send the perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, and special events. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code PAGE7. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code PAGE7. Framebridge.com, promo code PAGE7. One, you got a package to send. Two, you gotta weigh that girl. Three, cause it's plain to see that stamps.com is easy. Yeah. Four, if you have another package, repeat steps one through three. Five, you can ship them right from your house. And whenever I have another package to send, I use stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even the world's most sensual man, Brian McKnight, trying to keep up with all the autographed pictures of his live hands you gotta send to your adoring fans, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. And no, don't ask world's most sensual man Brian McKnight to send that kind of package to you. That's called harassment. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. It's the only first class thing about my business. Using Stamps.com to send out page seven merch makes my life as easy as my pants slide off while listening to Brian McKnight. We all need a little more smooth in our life. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. Because if there's one thing we learned from Brian McKnight, whenever you think your work is done, you gotta start back at one. Who's got the time? It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in page 7. That's Stamps.com, enter page 7. I don't know, guys. I think we might have to have a sex pause for a minute. Because we've got a very important dog (laughs) to discuss. Vid, we got a vid. We got a vid on campus. (laughs) Oh my God, this video is truly Uh, worth watching in full. It is about 
seven minutes long. I didn't know that Inside Edition did. It's, it's way like- too long. I'm going to post it up on our Patreon. Um, so, guys, this has nothing to do with really. I think, you know, it is important to pop culture news. Because yeah. there is a dog that is very good at painting. And his nickname on the streets is Dog Finchy. And he is an abstract expressionist artist. <laughs> uh, he is His mother slash owner is a painter herself. And she is exactly what you'd think the mother of a dog painter would be. Yeah, she wears yes. the shoes that a dog <laughs> owner painter would have. She's got the whole. She is she is quintessential elementary school art teacher. Yes, in every she form talks and like Ina Garten too. Like she does. She, she talks has about dog Vinci with <laughs> with great purpose. <laughs> and she, to her great credit, has uh, not only cultivated this dog artist, but has decided to share him with the world and brings him to various children's programming events, like this Inside Edition mini doc, which is focused on a local library, I believe in Long Island, uh, where they have a children's event, and all the librarians are like, is everybody ready to meet Dog Vinci? And Everyone's, Is everybody here willing and excited to have the most fun <laughs> they're ever going to have in their lives? Staring at a dog while it paints. <laughs> dog Vinci. And his real name is Dagger, and Dagger wears a little beret, and he... Uh, Which also, the- Dagger is at the forefront, or excuse me, for... Paw? Paw? Paw front? Paw front. Paw front of bringing back. It doesn't work, Jackie. He's, bringing, he's part, of, part of our movement to bring Braze back. A fun fact about yes. Dog Vinci is that he is a um, service dog... Dropout, if you will, because he has too many fears to be a service dog. He's right. too many Very fears. Relatable. Oh my god, he doesn't he, frighten. He is too afraid of the dark to be a service dog, Aww. and so he uh, is a, is could not finish um, service dog training, and so she. Uh, had homed him as a puppy and then they took him back he came up and nudged her in her studio while she was painting because of course she's also a painter and uh and he loves to paint and my favorite part of the entire thing is that she's like people ask me when dagger retires are you going to train your next dog to also paint and what you need to understand is that this is really an interest of daggers and i have for example i have another dog and Will she sit with Dagger while he paints? Of course she will. She's his muse. <laughs> but but she has no interest herself in painting. This is the thing. It's the part of pet owners where they start to refer to talk about their pets like they are actual humans <laughs> that I get really freaked out with. She's I love muse. it, though. I definitely talk about my animals as if they are humans, though. So. Of course. Me too. But- and going back to the beret, uh, that, if that beret's not on that dog, that dog ain't painting. By yeah, oh no, it has to have the beret. It has it's to have his the work beret. beret. That's the non-painter dog right there. And I do appreciate that she doesn't force painting on all of her dogs. On all of her children. She let the dogs. Yeah. She let, decide their she own let dagger choose. And I dagger appreciate shows. that. And that's why and the other dog, Bud, very good at football. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Start calling him Air Spud. He loves to eat potatoes. <laughs> Each dog has to have a hobby. A it's hobby. just that they choose their hobby. They choose their hobby. But also you can buy Dog Vinci's painting starting at $130. This woman wow. is not extorting anyone. Uh, <laughs> I think it's great. I am ready to throw down. Let's start saving our money for Dog Vinci's paintings. Because we don't know where Dog Vinci's going to end up. In the Louvre? Probably. <laughs> it reminds me of a documentary, by the way. That's why I was like, I need to see this dog actually painting. I'm glad that there's video evidence of it because 
I loved this documentary called My Kid Could Paint That, and it's this fucked up story about this kids whose paintings are being sold for like 20 G and stuff like legit in galleries and stuff like they, they this because it's this little kid who's painting these abstract paintings and they're like deemed quality art and so it's being sold in galleries and you find out in the documentary that it's actually the oh was it the wanted to be a professional painter father maybe painting those paintings instead and oh. saying that it was the daughter's very interesting oh that's why I needed to see that dog fucking actually fucking paint or I was going to start screaming liar at that woman. Oh, he paints. He's got a little brush that's designed he for does. him to hold it in his little mouth. Isn't he so cute? Gosh. I love his work for Ray. Exactly. <laughs> and they say that most of his work is deeply inspired by the atrocities of the Vietnam War. <laughs> How dare you? Don't put PTS dog in him. <laughs> He's, his muse is might be a golden retriever Labradoodle mix or Labr- Labrador mix, but his true uh what haunts him is the vietnam War. yes absolutely yeah yeah he, he every now and again when he's painting he'll just drop the bus start crying the erosities the erosities well these are well, these erotic cities it's time for the list guys oh, oh who's on, on the list jackie gotta have that, that list, list. It's celebrities who had one night stands with other celebrities. Say it again with a little bit more feeling. Should I say with more celebrities who had one night stands with other celebrities? This is I, like a blind enemy list. I love it. I yeah. am willing to now hear this list. Um, let's go with number one, Lindsay Lohan and Zac Efron. You know, Zac Efron does absolutely nothing for me. I would also, I'm going to say, I mean... And Lindsay Lohan, when did she do this in her career? When are they saying that this happened? Well, it seems like so. there was a purported sex list penned by Lindsay Lohan herself, leaked, ah. quote-unquote, to tabloids. A string of Hollywood's hottest male celebrities showed up on the paper. An eyewitness who handed over the list, which I love. It's just, you know, someone that is like, I found this list. But Lindsay Lohan definitely wrote it. Stated that she observed Lohan and her friends compiling the names at a Beverly Hills hotel one night. Stars such as Evan Peters, James Franco, and Justin Timberlake were notable, but it was Zac Efron's name that garnered the biggest reaction. When asked about the list, Efron didn't verbally admit to hooking up with Lohan. However, his cringeworthy reaction said it all. That's awful, though. I feel like I have the same reaction of whether... It was someone I didn't want to sleep with that if you asked me about, as well as asking me if I had slept with someone who I didn't sleep with. It's that same cringe of like, no... Yeah, no. that's true. Ew. No, yeah, that's yuck. true. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of hotties on this list. Yeah. Colin Farrell definitely would sleep with much, much, much before I would sleep with Zac Efron. Adam Levine is on Ugh. this list. Ooh. Mm. See, that's the face I would make if someone said, "Did you sleep with Adam Levine?" I'd like, be like, uh, <laughs> "I mean, <laughs> yeah, but uh. Ask, that's the same thing as like, did you have sex with a filthy werewolf? <laughs> How did his balls smell? You know what I mean? Just disgusting." I would say the tape I would probably weirdly watch: Fifty Cent and Chelsea Handler. She's very open about the fact that she had some one-off hookups with 50 Cent. In fact, she has repeatedly mocked tabloid speculations by posting racy, albeit cheeky, pictures of she and Fiddy on Twitter a handful of times. 
but she confirmed the rumors. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Right? That's no, fun. Yeah, I got nothing against that. That's kind of the dated celebrity hookup that makes makes sense. Like uh, they're both yeah. kind of they were both big then and oh, yeah. now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Chelsea Handler's still pretty big, right? Is she big? I feel like people don't like her, right? People definitely don't like her. Yeah. No, like, they she don't She doesn't like have a great her. rep. I think that she was huge, thought she owned the world because she had all this shit going on, treated people very poorly, and then, like, that road took her all the way to where she's at now, like, essentially. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's how it sounds. That's how it sounds to me. Sorry, I was reading through Ashton Kutcher and Rihanna's. Okay. <laughs> what do you got for Reports? Us? Oh. Claimed that Rihanna had showed up to Ashton Kutcher's house for a late night booty call. Her SUV rolled up around midnight and didn't leave until very early in the morning. Now, the fact that Kutcher's cheating led to the breakup of his marriage with Demi Moore only heightened the swirl of rumors about his potential love affair with Rihanna. I mean, talk about out of his league. Right? <laughs> I mean, I will say, though, he's done so much great stuff to, like, with the child trafficking stuff that that kind of gives him a little bit of a boost. I guess. There's something about Ashton Kutcher that rubs me the wrong way, but he gets hot women, man. It's Mila the dude, you know what it is? It's the same. I had the, I hated this guy back in college. He was like attractive, doofy as hell, but just And kind like of funny enough to keep you around. Right. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Do you know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh, and yeah. and he, you know, he's really good at like everything he did. He was like just good enough at everything he did to look like he was really good at it, right? So everybody yeah. because he was pretty, everybody put him on a pedestal like, "Wow, he can do it all. He can draw. Yes. He can write. He can do this. He can, he can do that. He can pull off trucker hats." Yeah. Yeah. And it was that whole thing, right? And I hated that fucking guy. And he was never really like a dick to me necessarily. But like there's just something about like they know they're hot shit. Yeah. They act like they're hot shit. Yeah. And, and, and even when they're sensitive to things, like even that is like annoying. It's grating, right? Yeah. Because it's just, great. I feel like. Though. Yeah. Because they think they're just being so sensitive and awesome Exactly. Right and Ugh. it's just mediocrity. Like I feel like me, me, he's a step above mediocre. But Ashton Kutcher is like. Not excellence. It's he's somewhere between mediocrity and excellence. Exactly. And, Although and they both really in terms do of hotness love and each skill. other, though, and I they like do seem that. very happy together. I, oh yeah, with with Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah. but she's a t- in terms of hotness, Mila Kunis oh, is excellent. Oh my god. Like, oh, she is, beats him hands down. She is a flaming smoke so show. Yeah. She is like whoa. And in terms of talent and hotness, Rihanna is just like in a, literally in a different universe. Yes, and completely different universe. So I'm annoyed by this one night stand. But if that's what Rihanna wanted, good for her. Mila Kunis and Black Swan, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yes, please. I had to run out of the movie theater. I was just like, <laughs> I can't do this. I would say another one that I get why it's one that is kept under wraps because I think that one is a lot better than the other one. We're talking Kim Kardashian and Nick Cannon. Who do you think is better? Who's better? I think that it would make sense of why she would want to hide it. Uh, he does well for himself, too. Yeah, oh, he's he doing well. very well for himself. But I mean, like, In terms of when it comes to, like, mediocrity yeah. version of, like, Nick Cannon's great, but I think that I know him mostly. Even when I see him hosting different shows, I hate to say this, but I think of him as Mariah Carey's ex. And maybe it's just because yeah. I'm obsessed with Mariah Carey in a fucked up way, but like... Yeah, I never quite understood him and charming. Mariah Carey. Yeah, he he's a he's the host of, what, was it like America's Got Talent, maybe? Like, he is just like a, like a nice... He's just there. Yeah, he's just like a nice, decently charming guy. He's a beautiful yeah, yeah. man. I'm not saying he's not. It's just like... You know. He's beautiful, but even his beauty is kind of like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, a little bit like, 
He's he's like a whole. He's like Ryan. He's bad, much better than Ryan Seacrest. I don't mean but to insult Nick, Nick Cannon, but yeah. he's got that kind of unoffensiveness. That vibe. But in comparison, at the same time, I feel like it's such the, the subject of Kim Kardashian is actually very complicated because you got like. Because I get, like, the Tina Fey take where it's, like, she is, like, a fucking money-making machine that is, like, smarter than all of you and you just don't realize it. And mm-hmm. I, like, kind of see that. And at the same time, I just see someone who got famous off of a sex tape. And it's really hard to, like, navigate between the two because I think that's what puts her on more even footing if you go with the narrative that she's just some ridiculously rich person that got uh, super famous off of a sex tape. But at the same time, it's, like, I want to see that machine. I want to see behind, like, I want to see the planning meetings. Like, is she just in the corner looking at fucking Insta? Or is she, like, masterminding, like, an entire fucking uh, operation that is Kardashian? Yeah, I hear you. I, I feel like I there's a lot of things that I like and admire about Kim Kardashian. And then there's a lot of things that I find just reprehensible about the whole family. Yes. And the whole of course, but at least yes. I feel like she's trying to do, to make change. She's trying to good. do something, which is... At least she's trying. There's a lot of them that aren't even fucking trying. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And that oh, is yeah. nice the at billboard, least. The billboard with the baby on it? I mean, what is that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I think she might be my favorite person in that family. Maybe. Weirdly enough, she was definitely like originally the most reviled one because it's like, oh, that's what we're doing now? We're just we're just leaking sex tapes and that's how we're getting famous? Farrah Abraham. <laughs> Whoa. And then it's like, but then it's like, no. But she won't go, she, but she Hot hasn't gone shot. away. You know what I mean? And anyone who is cursed to be wed to Kanye West uh, and and deal with that, I'm going to call it an operation, uh, has got to be uh, just that. That's got to be a not just a full time job. That's got to be a two jobs. That's two full time jobs. Yeah. Well, that used to get, make her more interesting to me because I was was a big Kanye fan. Right. Um, that's gotten more complicated. More in the complicated. Last few years. Yes. Has that maybe gotten a little problematic? There. A little more complicated in the last few years. <laughs> yeah. Harder to cope with but yeah for for a few years there i was Empathy like the of the world she cannot shut it off she cannot feel the children's screams any less than she does uh yes i understand yeah it's tough it's rough i really just wanted kanye but we don't we don't even have that um i, um, I don't know though is it getting darker in here oh no i something's happening i cannot see oh god Oh, is it it's blind items? For... And we no, can't see them. I'm actually going blind. <laughs> we... Someone call the police. We can't we see them. That's right. The it's police separate. aren't going to help you if you're going blind. <laughs> That's, as I understand it, when you call 911, they ask you, fire, police, or ambulance. You don't want to say police. I call feel like the police it's reminiscent officer. of the book blindness every single week, though. It makes me really scared that you're just like, all of a sudden we can't see. <laughs> all right. Uh, here we go. This A-list reality family won't say anything publicly, but a recent lawsuit actually has them worried. If it stands as is and proceeds, there will be a very large check they will have to write. It could easily approach eight figures in a settlement and more if it goes to trial and they lose. 
Extra bonus points if you know what the trial's about. Very famous reality TV. Thing. I mean, the Kardashians? Absolutely. It's definitely about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> definitely. Segway. And her Kimojis. Oh, is it because of the name Kimoji? That, no. There's a whole thing about this, man. Her her ex-partner and app maker, David Liebenson, uh, is suing her over the claim that he worked with her on an anti-bullying app and then later cut him and his company out of the deal. He claims he introduced a prototype of the super popular Kimoji application, which Kim K later released on her own. Do you know about the Kimoji? I don't know this Kimoji situation. I should have fucking downloaded it. Um, but I guess she just has her own emoji called Kimoji. She has her own emojis, yeah. And it's just like, like it, it, they're, they're, there's like GIFs. Are they all her face? Like yes. her face doing like the confused? Yeah, and like she's got like the uh, face and like just <laughs> all the different Kimojis that you can have. And this I have, gotta- yes... <laughs> Paid, I think years ago I paid a dollar ninety nine to use kimojis, oh, and I never look at them. She's got a butt moji. These are good kimojis. And a pregnant kimoji. They're they're pretty great. There's, okay, there's a picture of just her breasts, an emoji form, and then right to the left of it, it's her holding her pregnant belly, and it is very bizarre to see the two things next you to each other. You can like, see how, though, but you can definitely see how a drunk Jack would be like, I have to have them. <laughs> a dollar nine nine. I have to have them. I is just her ass one. I think these are terrific. There's her in a graduation hat. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. Why is there one with her with these huge hands covering her mouth? Yeah, that's terrifying. Because it's her oopsie doops. It It looks looks like like someone else's hands. Yeah, it looks like she's being kidnapped. (laughs) Looks like she's being It's terrifying. It, I think it's there's like a see, hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil trio there, but it does yes. look she like it's somebody. The hands take up. Her. I think she was like, I don't want my face to look too fat, so you can make the. Can you make the hands big? Giant. Can you, can you make them monstrously huge so it looks like I'm being fucking held against my will? By <laughs> you got it, Kim Kardashian. Anything you want, yeah. No, we'll make them bigger. Yeah, let's make her nipples bigger too. <laughs> so uh, she recently has been, Kim K has recently been demanding that the $300 million lawsuit be taken into arbitration and therefore out of the public eye. $300 million buckadoos. Jeez, That's going to be a drop in the million. bucket. That's true, though. That has to be nothing for her, right? Just pay off the Kimoji guy. Yeah. I guess, little, but it's just. Little buckadoos. That's a lot. I mean, isn't that a lot? I know that I've been watching a lot of ballers, but even three hundred million would give one of them pause, right? Oh, like the Dog Vinci. Dog Vinci. <laughs> that one's got a pause. Uh, well, how about this for some fucking pause? Oh, this, this A-list mostly movie actor. <laughs> <laughs> this A-list mostly movie actress who sometimes directs is hooking up with one of her bodyguards. A- Do you want uh, me to tell Angelina Jolie. Wow. You knew about this story? No, I didn't know about this story, but sometimes directs A-list movie actress. Very good. Yes. Reports came in that the bodyguard's girlfriend called her a homewrecker when she turned up to the set of Jolie's upcoming thriller, Those Who Wish Me Dead. In Mexico, back in July. By the way, perfect name for a movie for the home uh, for the uh, very upset girlfriend to show up at. Uh, as yes. I'm pretty sure that this girlfriend wishes Jolie were dead. An anonymous source said Jolie was left humiliated and sobbing after. Oh my God, I feel so bad for her. I don't. I don't feel bad for her. Jackie, yeah. have you ever been called a homewrecker? Yes. 
Can you explain the context, or is it too is it too hot? I mean, it's for just a long time ago. You know, it was definitely a really long time ago. But it was um, it was the kind of thing that I didn't know that I was embroiled in something that I was embroiled into. And when you find out by being screamed at somebody, I'm like, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know I'm that kind of person. Especially when you're like, you're young and you're very, very unattractive. So you're just surprised that anyone wanted to um, kiss you at all. So deep down, you were actually excited that you were even able to wreck a home. I was embroiled. Yeah, man. I was like, (laughs) put me, I want to be a BK broiler. Molly, I'd ask you, but I feel like because you hear the screams of the world, you would never become a homewrecker. I don't think, I've never been a homewrecker that I've known of. I don't think so for me either. You know, I definitely fall hard for people. I'm not saying I'm morally above ever having, if if, if I had fallen hard enough for somebody, I certainly could have made that uh, choice, but I just don't think it ever came up. Mm. I would definitely love to sleep with a bodyguard, though. I feel like there is something, there is always the like Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner, though I would hope that personally he would look a lot better than Kevin Costner. There's just something always in you, I think, from a little girl of like, wouldn't that be so scandalous? To be swept off your feet, too, right? And like protected. Because these are the ones that are there to protect you. And so wouldn't you feel so safe in their big, strong arms? Was it her bodyguard? It was her bar- bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's got to be a very sexy relationship between you and your bodyguard. Yeah, if you're guarding a body. Like Eleanor Roosevelt. If you're guarding <laughs> a body, you definitely want to sex that body up. Eleanor sometimes. Roosevelt was sleeping with her bodyguard, too. Really? I thought Eleanor Roosevelt liked women, though. She also had her women, but then she also was sleeping with her bodyguard. Oh, Bit good of for Miley. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no. I mean, Eleanor Roosevelt, I'm not going to say OG pansexual, but I will say what a <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> I think Eleanor Roosevelt, OG pansexual, should be a pin. Right? That we sell here at page seven. <laughs> um, the former A-list teen slash tween, uh, tween slash teen singer is out of control and also smuggling drugs between cities as where he performs. Big risks from the addict. Every week you got a tween singer and it forces us to mine our like I know I'm trying to figure I'm like I need I'm trying to diversify and a lot of times I'm like oh I don't know who that is so like I don't put them down but then I'm like wait am I like not bringing the goods in because I just don't realize like do you get there's a lot of real housewives blind items do you guys care, know any of those women or care at all about them that's and, tough yeah I don't do real housewives you've done real housewives right, I Jackie? did in the past I definitely watched all of real housewives New Jersey and real housewives Atlanta but um I don't keep up I haven't kept up in a while. And P.S., by the way, I'm fucking digging for gold right now because right now everything is about Miley up. Cyrus. Yeah. Wait, are they a current tween? Uh, No, he's dated. He's after my time, but, like, not by a lot. But he was definitely someone, well, by a decent amount. He was definitely someone I saw from afar being like, oh, that's who all the kids listen to. He's a singer. He's a singer. Big, uh, yeah, big. Bieber? Not Bieber, similar, I feel, to Bieber, though. Like, similar-ish time. Bow Wow? Bow Wow. No, how about initials? I'll give you initials. Harry Styles. Definitely not. You're fucking so wrong, Jackie. Get out of here with that. I'm sorry. The initials are AC. Also has, like, obnoxious Aaron Carter. Absolutely Uh, fucking woman. I am the bitch. I am (laughs) the bitch. (laughs) Wait, and so what did he do? Because he has, has, he's had a whole, he's He's out of control right now, too, 
crazy drugs. He's, yeah. doing crazy that's, he's, he's had a real journey. I he's think, got a addiction. rough. He's kind of has a similar trajectory. I feel like to Bieber, where it's like they go through this giant fame thing. Yeah, they made him famous when he's eleven. They get huge. They get a huge ego. They can't really d- go wrong. Yeah. you know what I mean. I'm battling with that right now because I have my own schedule and I can like sleep in when I want to, and I literally have to be like. Tonight is not a Friday night. Tonight is a Tuesday night. So act like it's a Tuesday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like pull back. And like you don't need to get grab that six pack. You are just like Justin Bieber. I feel like I say this almost every day. I wake <laughs> up and I go, hold it, it's Justin Bieber. You want you want me to blow your mind right now? Yeah, blow it. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Baby. Not how that song goes, Holden. Baby, baby, uh, baby. Did you just appear? Oh, it's like, are we uh, dad in heaven? Bieber. I don't need a maybe. Because oh. I have my dirty, sweet baby. No. I'm a mashed potato. No. And she is the That's gravy <laughs> on my sweet, sweet baby, 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 oh. baby. Infuriating. Justin Bieber's in that. House, let everyone know we are the podcast that has Justin Bieber on it. Baby, baby, you're my motherfucking baby, 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 we have to end the show. We have to end the show. The show is over. The show is over. This this is not for today, but I just want to put it out there. I won't do it, but I just want to do. I want to brag that I do can do the entire ludicrous part of baby. Really? Oh, yeah. oh my god! Well, maybe we have something to look forward to next week. Put that in your pipe and and keep it there. Oh, right? I'll smoke it though. You you put it in my fucking pipe. <laughs> you can smoke it if you want to, but just hang on to it. Just All right. hang on to it, ladies and gents. All right, we'll have something we'll to smoke open, next week. Maybe we'll open a page seven with a Molly Ludicrous verse. Oh my god! Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> You're not the only one who can sing, Jackie. I want to hear it. I want to hear you spit, spat the rip rap, ludicrous style. Because I just laid it down. I put my heart and soul you did. before you guys and the listeners. You sang baby, just as it sounds. Baby. Oh. Oh, all right, we're going. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm sorry, and we love you. <laughs> We're going to be back next week. I will be a year older next week, and I'll let you guys know what it's like on the other side. Happy birthday, Jackie. Happy birthday, Jackie. Thank you, guys. One year older, one year cuter. That's what they say. One more year closer (laughs) to my mena party, and I can't fucking wait for it. (laughs) This is a great thing. Instead of saying one year closer to death, you can say one year closer to your mena party. Your mena party. I can't wait for my mena party. Shout outs to the – there were a couple ladies out there who, uh, as a Tinder icebreaker – Opened with, did you know that women, uh, pregnant women, have forty percent more blood in their body? And it's and, and kudos to you yes. for taking that risk yes. and probably not getting to go on a date with <laughs> that person. Share this horrifying knowledge <laughs> with the world. The world needs to know. Um, I also will say that I'm going to have a minotaur at my mena party, and I'm <laughs> going to have sex with it in front of everyone at Dude, the party. Yes. That's what you do at the climax of your minute party. You fuck a minotaur in front of everybody and get and just while screaming like this, this bull man can't impregnate me. Uh, you can follow me at Twitch. Yeah, you TV can do that. Slash all daters ho, I guess. And um, definitely check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash 
Page 7 Podcast. Uh, we are pumping out mad new content. It's a great time to get on board, and we have some major changes that are going to be happening to the Patreon page. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, we're doing lots of fun stuff. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. And I'm going to have sex with a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Molly Neffel. I'm MJKL Cat. And um, I will be at Jackie's Minotaur. Damn fucking straight. Everybody's invited. I can't believe how much blood was at the party. <laughs> <laughs> I drink the blood of the youth. <laughs> Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're gonna make it out of here, we gotta work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. This is why you watch 7 News at 5. This breaking story is happening as we speak. To get breaking news from the alert desk. When I know about it, you'll know about it first. So you're always connected with what's happening now, only on 7 News at 5.